I am the last pure athlete. Big Gold Belt Wrestling Podcast. We're back with another special edition of the Big Gold Belt Podcast. If storylines have not made sense from WrestleMania to it's, now, it's been the, the best told story leading into this on WWE. This, this pay per view, it feels big, it feels important, but ultimately it's exciting. The biggest thing that, that stood out for me when I seen it was like, okay, this has to be a joke. Yeah, All right, ladies and gentlemen, we are live. Finally, um, a very exciting moment. Uh, this is Two Chains along with Jamal, the Big Obo podcast. And we have a really, really special guest tonight. Very special because this person only does one podcast a year. So we're the fortunate. And this will absolutely be her first uh, show on a Google Hangout via YouTube Live. I welcome everybody. Formerly known as the last per athlete, now going by Thick Mama Pump, and everybody is loving the new name. It is Jordan Grace, ladies and gentlemen. How you doing? I'm good. How are you guys doing? I'm loving the new name too. I love it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I when I was uh, doing some promotion on Facebook, they was like, "What?" They was like, "Where did she come up with that name?" That's like, they was like, "Did you do that?" I was like, "Absolutely not." But I would. <laughs> oh man. And yeah, yeah. On, the, on the podcast aspect, I've actually done like three this year. So oh. I kind of I kind of broke my rule, you know. <laughs> OK, OK. How many of them have actually offered you and actually delivered uh, Panera? Because we can make that happen. All of them. This is my oh, Mike said I like had to do this one. So <laughs> that's what I'm doing. <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> be, be nice, Mike. Well, no, be no, nice. no, no, no. You, you don't have to do it, but we are definitely honored to have you here. And <laughs> and and and, and uh, shout out to <laughs> Mike of Nova Pro with those with those high demands of such. Yeah, he made he made it happen. I'll tell you that. <laughs> <laughs> well, I appreciate that. But anyway, we have you tonight, and um. Of all things, you know, we'll talk about, um, first of all, we're not going to be asking none of the same questions. Um, two, for credentials check, we do have more than 45 followers, so we're good there. And um, yeah, we're both average Joe, so I think that pretty much checks out for uh, the <laughs> list of podcasters in the world. <laughs> so, all right, cool. What do y'all got for me tonight? All right, all right, all right. So I th I, I think that, um, by the way, too, um, is, is your cat there? Because uh, my dog is under me, so... Your cat, cat Billy? Both my cats are here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's your other cat name? Uh, it's actually John's cat. His name is Buddy. Oh, Buddy. But so Buddy and Billy. Yeah. Hold on. Let me get him. He's right here, being a little. <laughs> oh, there's the star. I saw some video yeah, earlier, is, and I was like, "Oh, okay. small one." <laughs> they had some type of cuddling action going. Wasn't quite sure what, but uh, there was something I happening. Don't between know. The <laughs> there's, some, there's something going on between the two of them. They just won't tell me what. <laughs> so, um, anywho, uh, starting off, um, you'll be making your return back to Nova Pro uh, next week uh, yep. for what should be a really, 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 really good show. And um, Pumpkin Spice Larius, gotta love the name. Everybody is definitely sticking yes. the poster. It's going to be an amazing time. But before you have actually got there, I mean, you've 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 made appearances at Noah Pro about four times. I mean, you was there for Reloaded. You faced Veda. 
uh, the Great Gatsby, you had Angelus Lane, High Fidelity. You uh, teamed up with Faye Jackson and um, faced Alley Cat and Veda Scott. And then you actually had Nova Project 3, which is Nova Pro's biggest show. And also a big moment for you as well, too. You faced and beat Alley Cat, in which in this match, you uh, became the second entrant to the Making Towns Classic, which should be a um, hell of a tournament everybody should be looking forward to next year um with papa in this uh i got the date correct i think it's may 18th and it's a 16 woman field tournament yeah i got a calendar right here i don't know what day it is you know my schedule better than i do so <laughs> i gotta hire you as my manager or something it's may, I, I have it as may 12th oh may 12th that's correct i, I just yeah, looked over at it um but that's that should be a great tournament and i i'm jumping around a little bit here uh, we just had two very successful tournaments in the u.s we had the um the shine nova women's championship which you uh was a competitor in, and then you had yep. the make the may young classic which you pretty much faced about 90 percent of the field there too so you know yeah, a lot, most of the girls there I've wrestled, like, except for, like, the PC girls, you know, the girls that just were signed without really doing anything on the indies. But, yeah, yeah. I wrestled a lot of girls there. <laughs> so so just, just wanting to know, um, looking forward to the tournament next year, what does it mean to you? And what, and what does the overall recognition that uh, women's wrestling is getting right now all mean to you? The Mae Young Classic? What everything. Is what, just in general. Just everything. This whole, like, revolution that's going on right now, I mean – it's a it's a, a really big deal and uh i love the fact that women's wrestling is getting more attention it's getting way more time than it's ever gotten i'm not a big fan of like these these jumble matches like where they're just throwing a bunch of girls like four ways and six ways and eight women and all this stuff i don't think it allows like singular women the chance to shine and show what they can really do but i mean at least we're getting an opportunity to, to at least be out there you know I agree. Uh, nobody's a fan of a uh, quick little like I don't I don't know if you want to call them like gimmick matches, but just a big clusterfuck of just everybody just getting in there and you know you're not really getting to see talent. But these tournaments have been phenomenal, and um, I look forward to seeing you next year and that and next week, of course, and and other things as well too. But I just I'm just loving being able to go to one one central location, have one night of just all women's wrestling. It's going to be a great time. Yeah, it, it, it always is. I love women, just women's wrestling shows, and it seems like there's more women's wrestling shows than ever now, so that's really good. Yeah, I mean, more work for everyone involved, but I got to ask you about the, uh, you know, for WWE specifically, uh, you have a lot of different women, a lot of different sizes, definitely more than ever, but then we have a person like Nia Jax, uh, for example, who is on a sabbatical, and uh, for a number of different reasons, rumors, I, my first question is, do you think that WWE specifically takes women's wrestling as seriously as they should? And I say that because uh, you have a person like Nia Jax. They're the only, she's the only one who has a weight announced. Uh, she's the only one that's able to be this like big enforcing character where everybody else is a pixie princess that has good days and bad days. Um, do you think that they're still kind of doing that pigeonhole uh, you know, type of deal where uh, a woman has to be filled in a certain uh, category? Honestly, like, I like the fact that some women's weights don't get announced, but when it comes to people like Nia Jax and Natalia and these, like, you know, these girls that are, like, obviously women's wrestlers, they should get their weight announced. So I don't watch a lot of WWE, so I don't know who gets their weight announced and who doesn't, but if you're saying that Nia Jax 
is the only one that gets her weight announced. I think that's kind of, I don't know. I don't think they take it as seriously as they, as they probably should, but it's definitely getting there. No, it's definitely a plus, and and to see that uh, one of the rumors is, is that she's kind of just burnt down on the uh, the road and, and stuff. And uh, your schedule this weekend is pretty interesting. You're going to be in Tampa for Shine. You're going to be in uh, just outside yeah. of Chicago, in in Indiana for uh, Black Label Pro, and then Powerbomb.tv has a show. Yay! And you're doing that this weekend. How do you stay uh, sane on the road, considering that's a that's a hell of a road to to hoe? Honestly, like three days is nothing compared to what the WWE people do, but I get exhausted just after three days of doing this stuff. Uh, the flights are the worst. Like I used to think driving sucked, but flights are just absolutely killer sometimes, especially when you get these just ridiculous delays. And also I'm like terrified of dying on a plane. So that's like, a huge fear I've had to get over <laughs> in the past like years since I've been getting flown places. <laughs> <laughs> that, that, this fear of, uh, of, of planes, of specifically dying on planes, is this like a final destination thing or is this like <laughs> you just can't rationalize the science of this iron tube 42,000 feet in the air? No, I'm telling you, I don't understand. Like when I flew to Japan, it was like we were flying like a mansion through the sky. And it's like, right blows my mind. I, I don't understand how they're doing that for like 20 minutes, much less for like 13 hours. It, it just is crazy. And I've looked at the science so many times, like literally when I'm on the plane and I'm just like, I can't wrap my mind around it. I don't know what it is. I don't know what it is either. Like if my plane looks like a banana, I'm automatically a hundred more percent scared than any other color plane. <laughs> it's just something about this yellow banana plane that I just can't do. <laughs> not not throwing any shade yeah. at any airline, but if, if your plane is yellow, a lot of people do not trust you. Oh, and no, uh, I know, you know, it's the worst when there's a delay and it's for like a technical issue, like, like a there, they need to replace a port. I'm like, man, yeah, but they, I, I'm just like so scared. I swear. <laughs> no, I don't blame you. Uh, I was flying back from Minneapolis last year. And we were literally delayed two hours because there was a malfunction on the plane. What does that mean? Like, what does that it stresses mean? me out so much. <laughs> no, like, what is that? What kind of malfunction? Should I, we, well, and, and then they will help you and say, like, well, what's your other option? I live in D.C. That's a thousand miles. What are you going to do? You got to get a rental car and you got to spend thousands of dollars and drive there. <laughs> So uh, speaking of, you know, traveling, but I mean, you proved your endurance. You, you in Canada uh, in the month of August, you wrestled for about 15 nights straight uh, with uh, CWE against Kelly Klein. So uh, could you talk about that a little bit about that tour? Uh, that was just like on a, on a different level completely. Like, I don't want to get into too much detail, but it was just... I, I was, it was, it was an experience. That's all I can say about that. Like the wrestling was, was the easiest part. I'll just say that. Much. <laughs> okay. <laughs> no, no, no border uh, stories like truth martini getting back into the U S right. No, I've never had a problem with like getting into the border. And, but I've heard like some crazy stories. Just stop bringing like drugs in the car when you're going over the border. <laughs> That's really all I have to say about that. Like, come on. Uh, <laughs> You know, I mean, I, I've seen some crazy stuff. I, I was coming back from into Detroit uh, earlier this year, and we were held at the border for about three hours because this lady refused to give up her meat. She just had like six pounds of meat that she brought with her from God only knows where, <laughs> wrapped in like saran wrap. 
and customs <laughs> is like, I don't care what you do with it, but you can't take it into the country. But I can't go home uh, without my meat. I'm like, oh, Jesus. <laughs> She should have set up a barbecue right there. That well, again, fire at the border patrol station is probably not a good idea. <laughs> so oh, there, people that. are crazy. People, people are crazy. Now uh, you are out there in Western Canada, uh, well, hell, all over Canada, really. Um, is there a place that you haven't been to yet that you want to wrestle? That you uh, a town that you want to visit? In Canada, just, just in general. Yeah, just in general, in the world. Uh, well, my actually, my family is actually like originally from Italy. So, and my 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 mom's uh, maiden name is is Gerace in English, which is Gerace in Italian. And there's a place called a uh, Gerace, Italy. I have no idea if they have wrestling there or not, but it'd be amazing to wrestle there. It's like kind of where I'm originally from. Okay. I don't look at my, I don't look Italian because my dad is like super white and country so <laughs> you know fair enough uh in the u.s uh specifically i mean you've been all over the country uh twice you know you're you're have a hell of a lot of miles um how do you unwind on the road is there like a is there a routine is there a ritual that you that you go through because it does get kind of monotonous out there on the road or when i get home well i mean you get home i'm, I'm sure that's the best probably that's the part <laughs> you know just, just Swan Tom bomb inside the bed and wake up three days later, but <laughs> when I'm on the road and I have to drive like a really long way by myself, I know I should do it, but I shouldn't do it. But I always watch uh like a, a Netflix on my phone. I put it like <laughs> I know I shouldn't do it. I shouldn't do it, okay? <laughs> but these six hour drives are ridiculous. <laughs> so I, mean, I put it against a speedometer and I just watch whatever I want to watch. <laughs> It's got to be the most least harmless thing out there now. I mean, I've seen people read newspapers, makeup, so you you get it all in this area. So yeah, you know, at least I'm not texting. At least I'm not texting, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> fair enough. I, well, you know, binge watching, you know, Orange Is the New Black at seventy miles an hour may not be comparable I mean, to texting, I guess. But I'm not saying it's the safest thing in the world, but I'd rather do that than fall asleep. You know. Right. Right. That is. You know. That's. That's a free the way it's probably not. <laughs> so before we before we actually got on air, me and Jamal was talking a little bit, and um, he brought up um, he, he brought up um, Braun Strowman with a tweet. If you can actually repeat that tweet real quick, if you have it. Oh, dude, I don't have I don't have it in front of me. That was oh, not a problem. But Braun Strowman, somebody somebody pretty much criticized Braun Strowman and told me told him that he needs to go back to being a rosebud. And I mentioned that I said I bet you didn't know that Jordan Grace used to be one. And um, your remarks about it not being quite fun, quite boring, actually. No, like every time I've ever done after talent work, I think everybody can agree that it's just it's super boring and monotonous. Like you don't do a lot; you just sit there and try and be seen but not heard. That's yeah. that's really all you do. So, you pretty much wrote the internet um, doing the Great Balls of Fire pay per view upon i think braun Strowman either getting killed or either roman reigns getting killed and your facial expressions was all anybody could talk about that entire night and i know your notifications was blowing up your phone was in your hand actually too because i think he was trying to call 911 or maybe it wasn't he was taking a phone. It was someone else's but uh <laughs> <laughs> yeah we couldn't actually take pictures of their own phones unfortunately <laughs> but i think i think breaking the internet is a little bit of an exaggeration but i like that was definitely the most popular i've ever been <laughs> <laughs> no way. Um, just 
I guess I would ask too. I mean, you, you spoke about the Rosebud experience. Could you speak about that experience about um um that appearance at that pay-per-view? Or or genuinely your reactions to that when it happened? Because I mean, real fear was in your eyes more than anything. Well, people are like, I mean, not just people, but these wrestlers that did this are just like insane. I I don't know if I would I mean they're getting paid way more than I am, but I don't know if I could ever do what they did. <laughs> I was legitimately scared. I was like, whoa, well, yeah. <laughs> I hope he's really, I hope he's okay. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, like, I, I I had doubts. And then when you showed up with a screw, so wait a minute. It took a Jordan Grace. Yeah. Then Surprise. I, <laughs> I, I tried to go, like, get on Twitter real quick to see if anybody <laughs> caught that. And everybody caught it. I mean, there was, there was, there was memes and everything already made instantly. And I was like, <laughs> that works fast. Yeah, and I was on there for, like, what, two seconds? Yeah, and I, I didn't expect people were gonna yeah. recognize me at all. That man Joe K works fast. I mean, yeah, he literally, <laughs> he had it already ready. So as I look, a gif of me doing like nothing except for holding your phone. <laughs> <laughs> but the important thing was there was a WWE logo right next to you, so that's, that's all that matters. And Kurt Angle was right there. I was just like in the background. So, so oh, um, wow, damn, he was. Yeah. And, and, <laughs> And and, and, and kind of to touch back a little bit with that and what uh, Jamal said earlier too. I mean, um, ultimately, still is that ultimately still the goal is to you know eventually get into a um, a WWE tryout or make it on the roster, or do you actually find alternate ways of success on the Indies? I mean, you can look at the blueprint like Cody Rhodes has put out, or you know even taking a role like maybe Drew McIntyre did, where he kind of re revamped himself and then you know went back to WWE to making a uh, you know, to make a splash. But ultimately, what do you find is like your path or ultimate success in wrestling? Uh, no, WWE is, of course, like the end all be all for me. And it always kind of has been. Um, but honestly, I would love to just get paid enough to do nothing else besides wrestling. I kind of do that right now, but I don't like make a ton of money. <laughs> and <laughs> I mean, I would love that. That'd be awesome. But yeah, WWE is kind of like the end all be all. That's where I would want to be. And it's not, it's not, it's not just like, I want to be there for myself. There's a lot of people that were in the beginning of my career that I I don't speak to anymore, but I know they, they keep up with what I'm doing now. And I'd love to just kind of shove that in their faces. Absolutely. I get it. I get it. Definitely want to prove the the doubt is wrong. I know you said um, before in uh, other interviews that your stepfather was a big influence for you. Um, So, you know, and (laughs) you said he sucked. So definitely be able to say like uh, one up on you again, and um obviously yeah. you you had an amateur wrestling career too, so it, it's just like a, a you know ultimately a transition to say I was successful here and I made it all the way to the top here. So yep, that's the goal. I'm having yeah. some I mean, that, that's issues. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. my, cats are, my cats are acting crazy behind me, so <laughs> Jamal, you gonna say I, something? I'm not a I'm not a dog person. Um, uh, cats all the way, but I, I want to actually uh, switch gears a little bit. Basically, a cat, though, honestly. Well, it depends on the type of dog. <laughs> I've never seen a cat that looks like a Rottweiler. <laughs> uh, but I, w- I want to switch gears in, uh, a bit and ask you about uh, Jonathan Gresham. Uh, how much has he influenced you and uh, in, in making you a better wrestler? Babe, come here real quick, because I want to. I want to ask you something. Uh oh, Mike gonna kill us now. We we done. See, 
<laughs> Mike's Mike. sleep. He doesn't need to know about this product. <laughs> no, no. I really think that John has a very interesting answer to this one, though. So they want to know uh, how much you've influenced me in my wrestling career. You want an honest answer, or you want to? No, go ahead. Stuff, listen, man. listen, 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 listen. This is all my stuff. <laughs> What's up, man? What's going on? All right, all right. Oh, they still all, she still all my stuff, man. <laughs> uh, all my combinations and stuff. Listen, the stuff he, do, he doesn't use anymore. And he's just like, I did that 10 years ago. And I'm like, well, you don't do it anymore. <laughs> I never say 10 years. Hmm. She, she might be, she might legitly be a thief because if I am a uh, uh, true to my notes, she once quoted that I steal all of Trish Addis's moves because she no longer wrestles. So they're totally up for uh, grabs. And also, I use all of Evan Bourne's uh, move sets because they're pretty cool. Wow. When did I say that? I don't remember saying you gotta that. You got to stop doing all the interviews, man. So go on record, man. Mm. Right. Also, she's a thief, too. So if anybody's stuff is getting gypped, this girl is stealing your stuff. <laughs> That's why I'm trying to wrestle for gyps. <laughs> So, so that slam dunk you did outside the ring that time, Michael Jordan. <laughs> you about Rachel? <laughs> yes. Yeah, well, she had me for the rebound though. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so that uh that uh Jonathan's there. Um, did he make good on his Halo Top ice cream, which happens to be your favorite? Say it again. Did he make good on the Halo Top ice cream? What happens to be your favorite? Did he make good on it? What do you mean? Oh, did he get you some? Does uh, he deliver it? No, no. He says it's too expensive. <laughs> I mean, it is expensive, but it's good. <laughs> how, how much is it? It's like $6 a pint. Jesus. Oh, hell no. Okay. I don't know about that. I'm more of the Edie's guy. I need two two barrels for five dollars type of thing. Yeah, I spend like so, so I spend like forty bucks in like a grocery store trip just on Halo Top. Wow, that's pretty bad. And then I complain about being broke. Like <laughs> that's where my money goes. Now, I I have to ask. Upon more research, I was doing. I stumbled across this match that you done at a. EPWE, where you worked the match against Miranda Vianette. And there was a... I thought my computer was tripping for a second. Uh, You like that ring? (laughs) I mean, (laughs) hey, I guess. (laughs) All I remember from that show, honestly, the guys running it, like, good guys. All I remember is them coming back, like, at the beginning of the show, they were like, hey, guys, the ring's broken. I don't know. Just don't do any like rope stuff. You might not even want to hit the ropes. I and we li- were just like, all right, <laughs> cool. Literally, all he had to say to you in the beginning was ropes are fire. Because the way you guys was like bumping over, he was like, oh, I don't want to touch <laughs> But my question is, with that being said, could you ever elaborate or talk about one of the most bizarre things that you've uh, has ever experienced within a promotion or working a match? Let me tell you one of the most bizarre things. All right. So I wrestled a match like seven years ago or something like that when I was first starting wrestling. It was a tag match. It was me, some guy. It was in Texas. I don't even remember the promotion. 
uh, and then it was, it was me and some guy versus a girl and some guy. The girl was training. She was, like, in training. It was one of our first matches, too. And the ref was that girl's dad. So the girl and me get in the ring. She punches me in the face, probably on accident, but, like, uh, it still, like, really pissed me off. <laughs> she punches me in the face. So, okay, I just punch her back. And uh, the ref, like, grabs me by the back of the, the, the tights or whatever, and he's just, like, she drags me to my corner, and he's just, like, tag out, tag out oh. in front of, like, <laughs> all these people. So that was, like, looking back right now, it's just even more bizarre. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I can't explain it doing it justice. It's ridiculous. Oh, uh, wrestling Twitter was a thing as it is now seven years ago. This guy would be he'll be, uh, he'll be yeah, like somebody was, else I'm gonna bring up. <laughs> Jamal, you got something? Well, I wanted to ask you, um, you know, you're you're pretty busy and pretty popular and uh before you eventually take over WWE, hopefully sooner than later, um you your name, your stock is certainly rising. Um, and you're definitely, you know, making a name for yourself. Uh, I want to know about your, you know, toughest opponent. Like, who do you work best with? Uh, do you have a, you know, particular uh, style? Uh, someone on Twitter called you the Rule 63 Michael Edwin. Uh, do you see yourself as such, or, or do you think that that's a bit like a stretch? I mean, I wouldn't say it's a stretch. Like, I do, like, I do consider myself to be like a big power wrestler. I mean, I'm really like way smaller than than people apparently think I am, but I don't think it's wrong to compare me to him. I'm not like a big fan of him personally, but his wrestling style, like I admire and I like the stuff he does. Um, I don't know if you knew this or not, but I, he, he copied a lot of Daisuke Sakimoto's stuff. And mm. I also look up to him. What? Okay. John said it's Daisuke, but whatever. It is. I wasn't going to correct you. Whatever. Look, <laughs> I just say it, I say it how it's spelled. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. Um, but yeah, I, w- I wouldn't say that's too far off. Now, so knowing yeah. so that that is a compliment and knowing what, uh, what Elgin has done is that uh, how do you continue to evolve and stand out, you know, specifically in women's wrestling, but as a wrestler as a whole. Oh my God, it's so hard. Like everybody is doing everybody's moves now and it's so difficult to stay on top of things. Honestly, I don't think I'm doing like a really good job of it. So I don't know how to answer that question, honestly, other than to say that I don't think I'm doing the best job of staying on top of being different than everybody else. I mean, I'm, I just got into like gear making. So I'm hoping that I can kind of stand apart with what I wear now and now that I can kind of create my own stuff and build my own style, I guess, and not have to pay so much for it. <laughs> right. Definitely. What's cool. the likelihood? I, know, but, uh, I was at um out in April in uh, New York. I was there at uh, the Battle Club show before Evolve, and you had this giant jug of what looked like lemonade, but it could have been a, a number of different things. Uh, <laughs> Are you are you going to blend that up into some nice uh, a smoothie mix or you know some ring pops or something? No, funny story there. Okay, I always carry a water bottle to the ring, right? Just just recently, I had a, I have a I bought a water bottle 
it's shaped like a dumbbell. So I've been taking that out to the ring now. Uh, but that day I had forgot my water bottle and the only thing that I could use was apparently it turned out to be Chris Dickinson's amino acids. And so uh, I was like, who's are these? Can I use them real quick? Just as I'm walking to the ring, he said, yeah. And I was like, okay, what flavor is it? He said lemon. And I was like, well, I definitely won't be drinking that. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that's what, that's what that is. Uh, Jamal, you you want to add something else to that? Because uh, reportedly, uh, you were uh, uh, hit by a projectile that day. Um, well, there was a flying Jordan Grace coming like suicide dive, like you're three feet in front of me. Um, and the guys that you gave the jug to, I was sitting directly behind them, and you came crashing into my living room, basically. So that was awesome. <laughs> oh, that's sick. Yeah, I just I I didn't think I was gonna make it. That guardrail felt like I was gonna stumble over. It was it was pretty tight. I mean, it was not uh, you know pretty wide berth there, but uh, yeah, yeah, you definitely you, you definitely got some lift. That was that was a hell of a shot. Yeah, and I know the the New York commissioner like they have a big thing about we're not supposed to touch the guardrails, so that was a scary moment. <laughs> <laughs> now there's 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 no doubt you have a personality for the ages. Golden is anybody that 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 you can find out there. Well, thank you. I genuinely have to know, and I'm definitely not going to give this as any recognition, so I'm going to codename this person Billy Goats, if you catch my drift. And he's been really, uh, really outrageous with his comments on Twitter and basically making a comment towards you about being a professional. Is this ringing a bell? Nobody wants mm -hmm. to pay to see, see your flat? No. No, because like on on Twitter, some asshole said that. Um, oh, uh, okay, I, okay. This is a, this is like a few weeks ago, right? Yeah, right. Yeah. I don't, I, don't, I, don't, I don't know. I don't know who the guy is. Uh, no, what's his name though, for real? Billy. Uh, Billy Body. Bahati? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah, I remember the I remember the comment that he said. <laughs> First of all, you guys buried him. He is his his account is suspended and everything. Yeah, so that is done. <laughs> yeah, I mean the tats came from everywhere. Jimmy Havoc. Uh, Deanna Prazo, um, just everybody stepped up. I mean, it, nobody was having that. Joey and, Ryan, just like, he really broke down the barrier when it came to the insults. So I think yeah. that's where it all started. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I just want to know on a, on a magnitude of, of people who act like that. Um, how do you continue to, you know, not let it ever affect you? Cause it shouldn't, but how do you continue to still shine in the moments like that where, People could be so evil, and you can obviously take that route to go back evil, but you always turn into a bright moment. Uh, comments like that, like, they don't really affect me anymore. I don't know if it's just because I've heard so many of them or just because I've developed, like, a thick skin over time. But honestly, I just, like, there's so many good – there's so many more good things that people say about me than bad things. And so I don't know why, why I would even concentrate on the, on the bad things. Need a lot more of that in the world. That's for yeah. sure. <laughs> yeah, I'm not. I'm never, definitely not one of those people who like get ten compliments and then see an insult and just like nitpick over the insult. I just like yeah. look at the look at the bright side of things. That's good. That's good. Um, Jamal, before I uh, go into no the no approach, yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. So, um, basically, you're making your return uh, next. Uh, Friday, where yeah. Nova Pro's having their show. Um, um, 
pumpkin slice, pumpkin spice lariats. And on Twitter, you announced, or however it was announced, but nonetheless, it appeared on Twitter that you have challenged Fred Yeha. Now, you know, you're no strangers to intergender matches. I mean, you faced uh, Joey, Joey Janela and um, Ryan Rush in the past and, and other mixed tag uh, matches as well, too. Yeah. I've done I've done quite a bit. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Wanna know why why at this moment, why was Fred Yeha the choice to make here? Man, he is like he's he's hot right now. Like I think that match will get a lot of like attention and a lot of like gifs. So <laughs> <laughs> I think I think everybody will be like really excited to see it. And like when people heard that that it was happening, they were like super excited. So I think I, I think I made the right choice. It, it was a shocker, no no doubt. Um, That's I, what you got to go for nowadays, it seems like, just, like, the shock value of everything. Because you can't, like, do anything and get a reaction other than just, like, it being ridiculous. Yeah. I, 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 well, that's, that's kind of where we at, though. I mean, I think that the market's super oversaturated. Uh, you know, obviously, WWE has wrestling on every single night of the week. If you want to see something else than that that's pretty big and on TV, you can go see that, too. But especially with Powerbomb.tv, I mean, that's another thing that's kind of taken over. And now the mm -hmm. indies have blown up and, you know, they're on Twitch and they're everything like that. So the idea is what do you do nowadays to stand out? I mean, it's everybody's doing everybody else's move. Everybody has a similar gimmick. And, you know, there's a couple of different categories. So it's like, you know, you, you got to do something like that. A Keith Lee versus Angela Lane. Uh, you and Fred Yehai mixing it up. You know, it's it's got to be a one of a kind, uh, you know, show yep. stealing. There's no doubt about it. Uh, I definitely look forward to it. We look forward to it so much that um, the Big Old Boat Wrestling Podcast will officially be sponsoring that match. So um, it was no brainer. We we seen it. We was like, yeah, that's that's the one. So <laughs> yeah. Hey, Thank you for your selection for sure. And I think it's going to, it's, it's going to steal tonight. Absolutely. Fred Yeha always brings the energy as you as well. Uh, you guys tangling up. I believe this is your first time because I, I have never seen you guys wrestle. So No, I've never seen Fred wrestle in a match at all. So I don't know. Have you? I have not. That's a good question. I don't, I don't think so. Okay. I don't think he's ever wrestled on either. And I've, I've like, as I was thinking about it, I've never seen him do one. So that was also one of my other reasons just because... I don't think he's ever done it. That's how you do it. So we'll I, see what he's going to do. <laughs> absolutely. Bring it, Fred. Bring it. Or don't and just, like, let me win. That'd be cool. <laughs> as long as you get a gist and streamers, that's all she want. And Pinero. Matter of fact, anybody, anybody who's listening right now uh, from Nova Pro, I mean, that's all you need to do. Bring, bring the uh, streamers. Uh, what I, I would assume you're bring you're you're gonna wear your new um green um gear. No, no, I. Do you see the black one? Yes. I think yes. Yeah, yeah, that's the one I'm gonna wear. I'm wearing black for sure. All right, let's bring those black streamers out. Uh, let's get that that Halo ice cream. Um, Panera. Uh, she'll be uh tweeting what she wants from there. Uh, we're we're gonna make this a homecoming for sure. <laughs> yeah, that's my favorite restaurant. <laughs> Look, the Noah Pro fans are no strangers to bringing uh to bringing wrestlers food. I mean, the Sandwich Squad they they get anywhere between an eight to twelve inch sub each each. Uh, I'm sorry, foot sub. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> each the, show. The, so. the Nova fans are amazing. Like it's crazy. That's just in Virginia, you wouldn't expect that. So. Yeah. <laughs> now, 
I, I will say that you have been quoted that um, some of the your favorite promotions that you've worked has been, um, I believe you said Beyond and you said WSU. Yep. Is Nova ranking up there now? Nova's ranking up there. Um, there's also, man, there's a lot of good ones like that I've wrestled for recently. Shine has been really good. Uh, Battle Club Pro has been awesome. I had like a four-way match where I won the Pro Wrestling Women, the Pro Wrestling Magic Women's title like a few months ago. and like that that show just like blew up like there was like 400 people there nice so it was really cool too i got a long list now <laughs> <laughs> that's good and 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 and, and will i say has this list added as well too you've also said that some of the people that you like to wrestle with the most have been um lufisto obviously your tag partner um <sighs> and you've also mentioned mia yim and you also mentioned veda scott as well yep Anybody else you would like to add in here? Yeah. I wrestled Tessa Blanchard a few months ago. It was really good. I like, I love to wrestle Rachel. Like, she's awesome. Rachel Ellering. Uh, trying to think. Alley Cat is like, I know she's super new, but she's really easy to work with. And I like to wrestle her. Another Nova favorite. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody loves her there, especially yeah. that little girl. Oh, uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> But yeah, those are the main ones. Awesome. When you're uh, selecting a uh, you know a, a place to work, maybe for the first time, uh, is there anything that you look for in an organization that may you know obviously other than like a painting in Panera Bread? But is there anything that you look for in an organization that may bring you out uh, to us to a spot? Um, I mean, it just kind of depends. Even if it's like a really like shitty show, I'll honestly go if they pay me my fee. <laughs> so I mean, I'm just trying to, you know, make a living off doing this. And it's it's a huge plus if they have other things to offer. But yeah. Okay. I mean that, that's great. That's that's great. It's like but it, okay, within within what's your limit then? Where where do you draw the line where you go, okay, the money's on the table, but this is literally, you know, shit's creek here. I, I can't go here. <sighs> You know, I, I honestly, I wouldn't say that I've I've reached that limit yet. Like there have been shows, and, oh, wow. and if and if and if I did, like it's too late. It's to the point where I'm already at the show, and then I see like everything that's going on, and I'm like, well, now I drove for the show, and yeah, it's like awful. But <laughs> am I gonna not wrestle and not get paid, or <laughs> am I gonna wrestle, suck it up, and get paid, and then just go home? I don't like. So yeah, I haven't I haven't had I haven't had a point where I'm just like I just won't do it. That's good. I mean that's good because I've been in some absolute shitty basements of like <laughs> I've been in some real hell like holes watching Yeah, yeah. One place in Philly was like in the basement of this uh, grocery store in in South that's Philly. Weird. It was that's a weird one. Yeah, yeah. It was. It was. It was <laughs> It, it was an ass of, of, of venues to be in. Yeah, I mean, even if my opponent's, like, really bad, I can normally, like, have a simple enough match to where it works and I don't get injured and I literally don't do anything crazy. That happened in Tennessee, like, a few months ago where the girl, man, I'm not, I don't want to say anything because she was nice, but <laughs> right. it was it was, it was was bad. <laughs> 
Okay. Well, I mean, that, that's good. Uh, but the idea is if a person uh, is, I don't want to say good or bad because I'm not a wrestler, um, but less. You can, tell, um, you can tell as a fan if, if a wrestler right. is good or bad. Well, well yes and no, because it, there is a, like a, a level of smoke and mirrors where um, you can tell if a wrestler is good or bad, unless there's their gimmick. You can tell if a wrestler is, you know, has, is competent or not, unless, you know, it's, you know, by design in some way. Um, I went to Jersey over the weekend. Um, it's a four hour ride from here in DC to see what I thought should be a 20 minute, five star spectacular. The match was two minutes and the crowd was so stunned that we didn't know when to leave. <laughs> so, you know, there is kind of like, well, what's real and what's not. And obviously the internet marks like to, you know, prognosticate and stuff, but sometimes you just don't know. Yeah. But I would, so, uh, so good. So you've been all over the country, uh, you know, Canada. Have you been to Mexico yet? Oh, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, well, yeah, that's right. You, you, you trained very early on in Mexico because you're down there in Texas. Yeah. Right. Uh, Mexico's nuts. Uh, I love Monterey. Uh, 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 but we, that's that's a, that's, I don't know if that's the word I would use, but yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's, um, that's a different, that's the, that's the after hours edition of the podcast, but um. <laughs> <laughs> oh man but i hope that uh you know we get to see you more you know we get to see you i need a reason to go to europe so you know please head over to that's a you big know. 2018 goal of mine so this year i went to japan and i wrestled that tour in canada and i've been like going a lot more places like being flown a lot more places that are farther away than i would normally go and so this has been a great year, and so next year that's like a big goal is going to Europe. Yeah, so I, I need a reason to go. Uh, last question, and then we'll wrap it up with with this. Do you um, you're visiting a place for a new time? Uh, how much of the city do you get to see? The leisure, uh, or is it just all gym and all wrestling? Like zero to ten percent of the city, I get to see. Mm. Like barely anything. I think when I went to La to Los Angeles. A few months ago, I was there for about 18 hours, and like eight of those hours were sleeping, and then the other ones were just like going out to eat and then going to a show, going to the show, and then going back to the airport. So I didn't get to see a single thing. I saw Los Angeles. Yeah. I, was, I was flying in on the plane window. <laughs> that's it. <laughs> it. Looks exciting. Yeah, that's that's no, it's, that's you know super exciting. Like yay. <laughs> um, did you? <laughs> no, I mean, yeah. I mean, LAX is terrible. Uh, yeah, I've been there a couple of times too. But if you, um, if if everything, if it world the world was fair, and you could be anywhere right now, how do you vacation then? You travel so much. Uh, how do you wind down? Oh my God, I don't. I've I haven't gone on a vacation since I was like a little kid, because I feel like if I go on vacation now, I have to wrestle, because. I just feel like, why would I pay to go to this place when I normally go here for free? Yeah. So I have like a really bad mentality about like that kind of stuff. And so even if I'm go even if I like am planning to go somewhere, like if I plan to go to Austin to visit my family, I'll be like, okay, I have to wrestle while I'm here because why would I not wrestle when there's a bunch of companies here? And so yeah. I can never just like right. relax. That's what you do when you're working wow. in your That's passion. That's the So. To James, you got any questions, man? 
No, 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 no. I, I've, I've asked all my questions. Thank you very much uh, for coming on the show. Uh, thank you for the cameo by Mr. Gresham back there. Uh, and, um, and the cats, and the cats. Can't forget the yeah. cats, too. Wait, so, so again, Jamal, because obviously we're we're better with her schedule than you are. If you could run down, uh, where can we see her <laughs> this week, and where are we going to see her next week? So next weekend, Pumpkin Spice Lariats, Nova Pro Wrestling at the uh, Annadale uh, Volunteer Fire Department uh, on Columbia Pike in the beautiful Korean district of Annadale, Virginia. Get yourself some kimchi and some wrestling, and it'll be a good time. This weekend, if you're in Tampa, uh, Ybor City uh, in particular, uh, go see her at Shine 46. Uh, Black Label Pro in Crown Point, Indiana, which is about uh, two hours southeast of Chicago. And then there is Old Forge, Pennsylvania for Powerbomb.tv Futures. That is uh, near Scranton, Wilkes-Barre. If you're in the western New Jersey, eastern Pennsylvania area, uh, you know, go give her a look, man. She's awesome. She's certainly one of my favorite wrestlers. She's the reason why I'm wearing pants right now because this is a, um, you know, it's, it's an honor to speak to uh, you as an up-and-comer, uh, someone you and so very young but still so very wise in the business um you know so big shout out to you and to jay gresham back there doing his thing you know we need more gresham on my tv and if anybody I mean, he's, a, he's a super humble guy too oh oh yeah oh no no doubt. he's not no he's not i mean he's he's worked some of my favorite matches at Nova pro as well too i mean we've seen him other places as well uh, definitely in his, his uh, standing uh, ROH, but um, I, I can never forget that this match he worked with uh, Donovan Dijak at Nova Pro. I mean, it 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 tore down the building. So uh, yeah. hopefully we see him back at Nova Pro as well too. You know, hopefully he'll we can get there. like a package yeah, deal. He'll be there next month. I don't know if Mike even announced that yet, but there you go. Well, we get now. <laughs> we'll take it. We'll take it. <laughs> so. All right, Mike. Sorry, Mike. Guess what you get. <laughs> <laughs> so, if anybody, obviously, who's just been living under a rock, uh, under the uh, under a rock for the last past seven years, uh, Miss Grace, if you could just tell everybody where can they find you at, follow you at, and all that other good stuff. Yeah, I don't really get on Facebook anymore, but uh, Twitter and Instagram are my main places right now. So, you know how to spell my name? It's spelled. J O R D Y N N E Grace normal spelling, and I'm on there under Jordan Grace under everything. And she's verified. I'm finally verified. Yes, like (laughs) four times, and like an an article on a dirt sheet about me and John's like wedding to get on there. But yeah, (laughs) (laughs) literally uh, the response to you saying, "Hey, did anybody notice anything different on my profile?" I thought I was like, no, that can't be real. Then I look, I was like, oh my god, that's so funny. Twitter, yeah, Twitter, one up on that. <laughs> yeah, but honestly, there's so many people have gotten verified now; it's ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. I don't feel special that much well, anymore. <laughs> oh, you're special. You're special. They responded back to you, so we can definitely say that that's, that's a one true, up on everybody that's else. True, that's that's true. right. Twitter went way out the way to say, "I see what you did there." So yeah. <laughs> so um. Uh-huh. Yeah, again, thanks for coming on. Um, any closing remarks from anybody else? Because I that's all I have. Nope. Peace out. <laughs> that's you heard it. Yep. Thanks for tuning in. Uh, we'll catch you next week. And uh, we'll be live at the Nova Pro kick, for the kickoff show. So thanks for tuning in tonight, everybody. Peace out.